Hey guys, welcome to episode 119 of Sales Team Rescue. Today, I'm going to go over the difference between one call closes versus two call closes and stick around to the end where I cover this super major tip, um, I dare say a rule of sales that can be the difference maker in whether or not you close that next sale. All right, guys, hit the music. I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome back to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 119. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant. And today I want to talk about something that I've heard a lot about um, especially in Facebook groups from people that are sales professionals, um, especially people that, that close for, for courses and things like that in the online, online marketing space. Um, but I think this is really important to discuss because I had this aha moment the other day. Um, was meeting with a lady who provides an awesome service and she was just giving, giving me a demonstration of what she does. And while I was um, experiencing that, there was a moment where she, she said, um, not, she didn't say it quite like this, but I'll paraphrase, but basically, basically she says, I'm, I'm going to just kind of think this through for a second. And I had an aha moment. Um, I realized that I do the same thing. I sometimes get on sales calls and I try to solve people's problems in the call. And this is a challenge because with, with my solutions, often they're more complex. And so there's many things to consider in putting together the right solution. But what I've done in the past, and even very recently, has been to jump on a call. You know, I call it a discovery call. And I start digging into the challenge, and then I want to solve it. And when I do that, I end up finding myself in a spot where I'm trying to consider all the options because I want to give the best recommendation possible. Which, on my side, feels good. But to the prospect, I realized that in that scenario, it actually creates uncertainty. Because yes, they understand that, you know, you need to consider their, their situation, but the idea that you've got to think about it can absolutely inhibit them feeling confident in you or feeling confident that you can provide the right solution. Now it's not logical, but we know that most of this is emotional anyway. It's an emotional thing. If there's this gap, this disconnect, it doesn't feel good. And so it's going to make it harder for you to close the sale if you're in a spot where you have to try to create some kind of solution or think about something on the fly. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about one call closes versus two plus call closes. Okay. So the one call close real quickly, this normally happens from a prospect that has been referred to you. Okay. That's one scenario or a prospect who has consumed your marketing content, like a webinar or a video sales letter or some kind of marketing collateral and has an idea who you are um, or they've got an existing relationship. Okay. And the reason that is, is this one call close is based on it being relatively easy or needing to do so over a short time span, uh, building that relationship, building that rapport. So the trust. So um, Jordan Belford talks about the three levels of certainty that you needed the three pieces of certainty. They need to be certain that you can deliver. They need to be certain that the company can deliver. They need to make sure that the solution itself can solve the problem. And that is a lot easier 
if somebody already knows you, likes you, and trusts you, right? If someone knows who you are, the product, I mean, and you as a salesperson, there is some trust necessary there. But if it's maybe a lower ticket item or um, you are essentially just answering questions and processing the order, and I know no salesperson likes to be considered as doing that, but we know that there's been some sales that we've all closed where we didn't do that much, okay? Don't worry, you know, it happens to everybody. So in that one call close scenario, it's not that it's for, not that it's for salespeople that are like magical and can overcome everything. The key is it's for people that can either, one, as a salesperson, you can do a really good job going from total stranger to a, a super high level of trust. And you can go from having somebody maybe not realize they have a problem to having them see that not only do they have this amazing problem, a huge problem, but you've got an amazing solution. And so it's just easier to do that if they already know who you are, they've got some trust in the company and trust in the solution. Okay, that makes it easier. It's not the only scenario where it can happen, but that makes it easier. So when the prospect is has been referred to you, they've got some kind of existing relationship or they consume marketing content like in a webinar or video sales lab. Now, this one call close model, and this doesn't mean that every call um, in the types of offers that I'm mentioning are going to be one call closes. That's just not realistic. But the model can be designed as a one call close and then plan for follow up for certain cases. So this is typically the best for products or productized services. And the reason I say that is because when you remove variables, you can streamline the process. So if you've got a product, like let's look at uh, King's Own Reserve, my beard bomb, okay? King's Own Reserve Premium Grooming Goods. This is beard bomb. Very straightforward. It's a it's a product for your beard. It's inexpensive. It's under 30 bucks. And it's not a high commitment offer. So I'll go back, go back to my list before I come back to this. So if it's a product or a productized service, is good. Um, an offer that has very few options. And low ticket offers. So this under 30 bucks, that's very low ticket, right? It's a product and it doesn't have that many options. I do have three cents. Okay, that's it. I've got black cherry tobacco, backwoods and sweet bourbon. So it's very easy if somebody has a beard or knows someone that has a beard for me to jump in a single conversation with them and take them from not knowing who I am or what the product is and giving enough demonstration or um, authority building on the brand to be able to get them to buy. That's easy. What's not easy is getting them to um, jump on a call where it's a very um, consultative approach. You know, we've got to identify what the problem is. We need to learn about their business. We need to come up with a solution um, and then come up with pricing for that solution. That's not a good fit for the one call close because what happens is you end up like I was doing sitting there trying to solve the problem with the prospect waiting on the line. And like I mentioned, it might feel good to you in the moment. You're like, yeah, I'm going to save the day. I'm going to do it in just one conversation. This is great. But notice how the prospect's going, if this person's a pro and they do this all the time, what is there to think about? Can't they just solve my problem? And no, it's not realistic, but that's what the emotional side of it creates. That's the feeling. And so that's what we want to avoid. So then there's the, two plus call close. And I, I was originally going to call it two call close, but let's call it two plus call close, which just means there's some more time needed to build that relationship. Now, 
the two call close can be one call in the morning and a second in the afternoon. Can be one call one day and the call the next day. It doesn't have to be drug out over weeks from in most cases. Sometimes it will be. But the shorter you can make the gap between the two calls or two or three calls, whatever it's going to be, the shorter you can keep that sales cycle and you want to do that. But normally, the two plus call closes, those are designed to, or actually they work really well, with prospects that have very little relationship with you. Okay, so it could be completely cold. They could be just someone that's not familiar uh, with your past work. Okay, they don't know who you are. They don't have that exact relationship. Um, or they've had a negative experience in the past for, uh, for a similar solution. And this works best for offers that are customized. That might be services where you've got lots of options um, or more complex solutions like in the digital marketing space. If you had an offer that's very flat, like you're going to say, you know what, we charge, I'm just going to pick a number, $5,000 a month, and we're going to run uh, Facebook and Google ads for you, and here's the ad spend, and that's the only offer, there's no flexibility or options, great, it's a very clear offer. Or maybe there's two or three options, but that's it. We can still do that in a one-call close if the prospect is clear that they have the problem, has confidence that your solution can solve that problem and there has a good feeling about the company. But when we don't have either the right type of offering, okay, so if we go back for the one call close, if the offering doesn't fall into the product or productized services or low price point or something with very few options, okay, if it doesn't fall into one of those sections, then you will need you can still do it in one call close, but you will need a high level of relationship or a high level of confidence in what you do. So the trade-off where it's a two call close, you can be missing one from either of those sections. So for example, if a customer has been referred to you, you know what, Jeremy, I heard about you from XYZ and um, I've heard really great things. Now I say, great, but we jump on the call and realize it's, st it's still going to be a complex solution. I still want to go and take time to figure out that solution separately and come back with the solution. I don't want to sit there on the call and go, well, let me think about this. Oh, well, if I do this and then, and then like, you don't want to create that experience for your prospect. Super important because this impacts their confidence in you. On the flip side, you can take something that is uh, a low ticket product, but if someone doesn't have confidence in the product itself or the company or whatever, it might take more than uh, more than one conversation. So for example, if we go back to the beard bomb, I just talked about how this is typically a one call close type of sale. Okay. It's a product. There's not very many options. It's low ticket, easy. However, if someone comes up to me and let's just say that it's a partner looking to buy it for her partner. Um, and she looks and says, you know, my husband would love this, but I don't know what scent. <sighs> well, got to think about it, uh, you know, and then it's just going to go back and forth. Now I'm going to try to have the conversation around, you know what, if he likes this, I'll probably like this scent, et cetera, and so on. But he, she might need to come back a second time to rebuild it. Maybe she has to go check something with him, but still try to be sneaky about getting it for him as a gift. Or maybe it's bring him over, have him try it out, see which one he likes and go from there. Okay. So those are kind of the options, but that's a scenario where the simple product, low ticket, uh, 
very few options and it's a product or a productized service can still need more than one call. All right. So the two call close though, if you're doing high ticket, you're much more likely to, to need to do two, two plus calls. Now, again, there's scenarios where something like, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about customized offer, a service or a complex solution could still get closed in a single call. But in that scenario, you need to have this much stronger relationship, that much higher level of confidence coming into the call. So I've, I've been in situations where I've closed, um, well, myself $30,000 sales in one conversation. But in that single con before that single conversation, the person had listened to me on two or three different podcast interviews, had gone through my website, had signed up for my email list, had consumed the information about me and what I do. And the decision for the most part was made even before I got on the call. Then it was figuring out logistics, finding out the pricing and things like that. So that's the difference. So I want you to keep that in mind. Don't think about your product as needing a one call close or a two plus call close just based on the on the the product itself think about the experience that has to be created for each if in general you've got a highly customizable solution and the people you're reaching out to are cold or um you know have seen very minimal marketing you can be confident it's going to take more than a single call so you should design your process like that and what i learned and this is you know from working with multiple clients um and also as I'm going, learning as I go, right? I, you know, struggle to find challenges, find solutions, etc. And so in realizing that I don't want to be creating a scenario where my prospect is going, hmm, he's thinking about it. Does he really know what he's talking about? Okay, I don't want that to happen. So I would rather create a shorter discovery call, call it 15, 30 minutes, to actually learn about the customer. And in the process, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what the company's done, build some credibility that way. But the core of it, it's not about getting a sale or making an offer. It's about learning about the prospect, building up a little bit of authority so they validate why the heck we're talking to them, but then come back in a separate conversation with the solution. Okay, very, very important. Don't leave that conversation say, I'm going to send you a proposal. Okay, say, you know, book the next call and say, hey, the next call, I'm going to share, share a proposal with you. We're going to share the numbers with you, share that solution with you, present that solution. Don't just send off a quote or a presentation or a proposal and just put it out there because and this is going to be a little bonus content here. Number one rule of sales. Well, it's not number one necessarily. There's lots of rules of sales, but I'm going to call it number one. Number one rules of sales, rule of sales is never put your prospect in the position where they need to make a decision without you being there to answer questions. And the reason I say that is because if somebody has a proposal mailed to them, this is the same thing, you know, whenever you've been trained to don't send the information, right? Never send the proposal because if they get the proposal in advance, one, they're going to scroll right down to the bottom, look at the price and make a decision without reading anything else in it. That's just human nature. They want to know how much it costs. Two, if they go through the proposal, and they have questions, you're not there to answer them. They might try to save themselves time based on their priorities. Maybe their goal is just to get the decision made and move on. Maybe it's to eliminate options to simplify things for themselves. And so if they're going through and they see a, a, a point that you made or a comment or a specific area they've got questions about, 
they could turn that around and just because they have questions, they decide, you know what, maybe this isn't the right person to work with. And they just dismiss you. Compared to if you're on the call going through it, and I've done this where um, I've jumped on a call, just shared my screen. They did not have a copy of what I was going through and they get the copy after the fact. So they can have questions afterwards, but I want to go through the core pieces. So they're one, getting all the information two, consuming it in the way it's designed, not scrolling to the bottom, looking at the price and then going back through and picking things apart. Um, and three, when questions do come up, I'm there. So never send the proposal, never send the numbers, never just shoot it off if it hasn't been discussed yet. Okay. Always jump on a call, present it to them and put yourself in that spot where you're actually available to answer questions. This is also why um, online in your website, you should have a chat box at any page where someone needs to make a decision, like the pricing page. If someone's staring at your pricing page, there's a chance they're considering working with you. If they're on the order page, that's a common place to get questions or something's not working. Put a chat box there to ensure you're there available for to answer questions or someone on your team is, right? So that's the same idea. So let me back up again, just to summarize the core of this call. One call close versus two plus call closes. One call close, basically it's the simple sale. Tip and, and needs to be supported by some type of authority or some type of relationship or a low commitment offer. Okay, like $30 tin of, of beard balm. The two plus call close people that have not seen your marketing material or there's still questions around the level of certainty they have that you can provide the solution or that even they, even that they have the problem. So for those ones, go and dive in with an initial discovery call. Don't try to make a pitch. Go with the intention that step one is to get really clear on the challenge. And then you go back to the team, work together to come up with a solution that's going to be the best fit. And then book that next conversation as soon as you possibly can to present that solution. Okay, that's it. So one call close versus two call closes. There's not one that's better than the other. However, unless you're running a big marketing campaign and having your audience experience uh, maybe a webinar or a video sales letter, some kind of content that makes it clear what the offer is in advance, you're more likely going to be looking at a two plus call close. And that's simply so you can get um, more time to make sure you got the right solution and to build that rapport and authority. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense, guys. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to be with me today. That was episode number 119 of Sales Team Rescue. Remember, catch this recording and uh, previous episode recordings at salesteamrescue.com. And if you are watching this on YouTube or listening on the podcast, give us a like and subscribe. And if you are ready to book a session with yours truly and sit down with me and see if you are in the right place to be able to grow your sales team, then that link as well is at salesteamrescue.com. Okay. So remember guys, get uncomfortable, get results. I will see you next week right here in sales team rescue. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.